that I was damaged goods. And and so I just kind of wanted to encourage any anybody out there who's gone through a divorce, who's gone through um, any type of abuse, um, that you are worth more. And so we just wanted to encourage you. So today we welcome John. Hey, Hi. John. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> so... Um, what was it like for you, John, when we first met? And I would say like terrible things. Like I'm really embarrassed and ashamed by it now, but I know that um, that God will use this, and He certainly has changed my mind about a lot of things. So, what was it like? Well, I think any anytime you're in a relationship with somebody who's either running from something or struggling with, you know, demons from their past or, or whatever that reason may be, it, their first reaction is to push anybody who shows them any kind of an affection away, just pushes them away. And, uh, you know, we, we went through that, you and I, um, and, and I just, I wasn't willing to give up. I just, I kept fighting and fighting and, you know, regardless of what you told me, uh, you know, and I've got to preface this by saying, you know, anytime you're dealing with a situation like this, there's going to be things that are said that hurt, and they hurt your feelings, but when you're with the person that you're meant to be with by God, sometimes it takes the sting out of it, I guess, or it gives you the strength to kind of look through what's going on and not take it at skin, at, you know, skin deep. Um, because, I mean, there, there were times that she would struggle with things um, that I had no clue. I, I had no answer for. I had never experienced it in my life. I, I didn't know. But, you know, there's several times that you would tell me that I didn't need to be with you mm -hmm. or yeah. um, that you were damaged goods, that there's no way that I could love you. There was no way that, you know, that you that you could sustain a healthy relationship mm -hmm. because you were so damaged. Um, and at the time when we were first dating, um, we had both been divorced um, in and out of bad relationships, just kind of yes. floating around yeah. and and things like that. I mean, we weren't with who God put us with, and we tried to put a round peg in a square hole, and mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, I was running from my own stuff, fighting my own battles. She was running from her stuff, fighting her battles, and we just happened to meet. And I thank God for that too. Like I always say now, like I truly believe God placed you in my life. And um, yeah, I was running pretty hard. I was drinking. It wasn't. I was a believer, but I wasn't living it out. It wasn't until after we got married that God just got a hold of me and just like I completely surrendered. And that's when everything began to change. And that's when. Um, I had been keeping the secret of sexual abuse for years and years and years, and and I just couldn't 
I couldn't, it, it was like something inside of me, like I could no longer keep it inside. So one morning I just said, John, and I just spilled it. I spilled it all out. And I wasn't even thinking about what that really would look like for us and how we would have to walk through. I, I went through probably a year, two years of just working through the mess and the junk of that. And I look back now and I'm so I'm so thankful because we are both believers and we we do have Jesus and and it was only through him that I began to heal and then he began to like I, I really believe he gave John a heart for me and and equipped him with what he would the strength that he would need to walk through that with me. Yeah, we we didn't discover this like most couples would um, in a clinical environment, you know, like in a psychologist office or a therapist office. I mean, to really and truly, I mean, we, the way we met, she was right for me. I was right for her. We both came across each other's paths at the right time. I mean, you know, I was drinking and I was, you know, burning the candle at both ends. And so was she. But once we met each other, it was kind of like God put it in our lives that, hey, you guys are 30 years old. You got to mm. start acting your age yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. doing the right thing. Um, you know, most people that go through what our marriage went through, they may not be strong enough or feel that they're strong enough. So they go and, and ask for help through a therapist or a marriage counselor, things like that, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if I'm to recall, I think the Lord moved in your life really hard mm -hmm. when you were pregnant with Lacey. Yeah. And, yeah. and basically, um, you know, you didn't, you stopped your, you know, drinking mm -hmm. even an occasional glass of wine or something would convict you. So you, you know, after you had Lacey, of course, but so you just completely quit mm -hmm. um, anything like that. And that was kind of what started your path to, mm -hmm. you know, fix all of this. Mm -hmm. But if I recall correctly, it was three o'clock in the morning and you woke up in the bed and sat straight mm -hmm. up and woke me up and said, I've got something to tell you. And, and I mean, for any guys out there listening it, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat anything. It wasn't a pleasant conversation. Um, I love my wife, and therefore, I've always had her side. I've always had her back in this. But I also knew that that conversation was going to make some difficulties that we haven't experienced. Um, but I also knew that I loved her enough that it was my duty as her husband to be there for her and be a pillar for her to lean on because it was not going to be easy for her to deal with this at all. Um, for the most part, I didn't push her. I didn't ask questions. I had a lot of anger toward her aggressors. Um, you know, that, you know, I harbored for a long time and, and it, it was hard. It was very difficult because you see your wife hurting 
and your natural instinct as a husband or a man for it in general is to, you know, and being from where we're from, the natural instinct is I'm going to go beating them up because that's just kind of what we yeah. do. But um, you also understand that there's nothing you can do that God has to come in yes. and yeah. fix the situation yeah. that it's out of man's mm-hmm. control. Like you can talk to all the therapists you want. You can talk to all the psychologists you want. And, you know, the one thing that I'm very, very proud of, of, you for is that you didn't turn to you didn't turn to antidepressants or, or medical you know medicinal stuff you basically went to God and gave it all to him and he not saying that it's an overnight fix no. but he worked it through mm-hmm. with you to the point where you could function and, and you could start a path of healing yes it's um, definitely been a process and we're going on 13 years of marriage. I'm still, it's still a process. It's still working through. Um, yeah, and this didn't come out until our daughter was two. Two. Yeah, so yeah. she's 11 now. So it didn't, it didn't come out until she was born and she was two. And the fear of what happened to you happening to our daughter mm-hmm. is kind of what yes, sparked it. Yes, yes. But... You know, as we've worked through things and in certain aspects, I, I don't, I don't ask about, and she's not gonna divulge to me because she knows that that's not healthy for either one of us. Mm. But for the most part, when she wanted to talk, I listened. We um, had so many late night conversations and and just so so much like. Yeah, like two, like two, three o'clock in the morning yeah. is your is that your <laughs> God, that's your healthy conversation God, time. God gifted us with with time, and and I'm so grateful for that. And I know for me, I, I honestly I didn't think there were any good men out there, and it wasn't until I met John that it all changed for me, and uh, de- rededicating my life to Christ. That just I don't know what I would do without that. And, and then our church. Oh, my goodness. Our church has been amazing. Uh, I'm so thankful for our church and, and for the leaders in our church and um, just providing a safe place. Um, that, to seeing the men in our church, seeing my husband really showed me that there are really a lot of good men out there. And, and I really want any woman out there who's struggling, who's gone through a divorce, who's, who's been sexually abused or physically abused, who's, you know, come from a, just a, a broken place, that there really are good men out there. And, and um, well, you know, bro- brokenness creates cynicism. And it's very, it's very easy to, you know, I attribute a lot of this to like the lessons I learned growing up. I mean, it's sort of like being on the playground mm-hmm. and the group tells you that you can't get on the slide or you can't get on the merry-go-round or whatever you may want to do that day. And you get upset with them and you get angry with them and you don't want to talk to them anymore. They're not your friends. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of want to separate yourself. And sometimes in things like this, you know, bad things create cynicism mm-hmm. in people, and it makes you 
bitter and it makes you hard and it makes you difficult to be around. But that's what's blessed us was that no matter how bad this was, she could lean on the fact that I wasn't going anywhere. I was right here with her. So there were days that you would be upset. Yes, I cried a lot because I had suppressed it for so long and going through counseling they they told you know they're like it's it's okay to cry it's okay to release it and I cried and cried and cried and cried. And this is coming <laughs> from somebody who I never saw shed a tear not one time, and the whole time that we dated, up until this came out, I never, never saw her. I mean, outside of watching like a movie <laughs> on TV or something, she just didn't break down and cry. I mean, she's a firefighter and an EMT. Yeah. Um. Not to mention an awesome hairstylist for all you ladies listening out there. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, to see to see your brokenness come to the surface. Mm-hmm. And no armor, no shield, no wall, no nothing. Just the raw emotion of it. Yeah, I, it was difficult. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, there weren't times that that rage would come back in me to go fix the problem because that's what guys do. We're fixers. Yes. You put a problem in front of us and we go fix it. And there were many, many difficult times with you and I where I just wanted to fix it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just yes. wanted to yeah. fix it. And, and here's what we can do. I'll make it better. This will make it better. And, you know, it would create conflict with us. Because I didn't understand, well, why can't I fix this? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just, like, snap my fingers and, and, you know, clean the house up or clean the yard up or do something to make it better again or, you know, and it just didn't, it it wasn't ready to be fixed. It had to work its course. Yeah. And that's the one thing that, you know, ladies, if you are struggling with this, get your guys, your boyfriends, your husbands, your significant others, get them to listen what I'm telling you right now you have to let the process work mm-hmm. it's got to work you can't quit on it no matter if it seems like it's taking too long or if it's not taking long enough you can't quit on the process mm-hmm. it has to work its way through you just have to stand beside and, and let things kind of progress and happen um and just be prepared to be there when it's all out in the open and, and be able just to just to hug you and, yeah. and just to just to listen. I think that was one of the biggest things that God revealed himself to me through John was the unconditional love that he showed me. Like no matter what, like he was gonna love me through it. And I don't I don't know where I'd be or what I'd do without without knowing first knowing Jesus in the way that I do and then having someone just that one person come beside me and say you know Catherine I'm really sorry this happened to you but I love you I'm not going anywhere there's nothing that you could say or do that would change my mind and, and now we have, like, our 11-year-old daughter, and I'm filled with so much hope and and just excitement to watch her grow and to see her grow and, and to be 
to be there for her. And and I want to say something to anyone out there who has been sexually abused and who believes like that you're you're damaged. You are not damaged goods and you're not broken. And there are people out there who love you and who care about you. And it's not easy. It takes work. It takes, you know, a process. But don't give up. And and I want to read this verse to you. I was picking out words for 2019. And my word for, for 19, I actually have two words. Love and enough. And, and then my husband actually shared this verse with me the other night. Um, I tell him the truth. It was inadvertent. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, we He's were out. Me more than I actually <laughs> We were out shopping, and he he found these little. Um, I don't even know what you call them. They go they go in your cup holders in your vehicle, but they absorb the moisture. We were we were actually in Gatlinburg. And we were shopping. There's a couple of, of Christian stores that I like to go into there. And and he found these. They had the Jeep because I drive a Jeep. And I had a cross on the back of the tire. And he's like, hey, these would be awesome. And so I was like, yes, I'll take them. And it wasn't until we got home and I opened the package that I realized that it said Joshua 1-9. And, and I was like, that's it. That's that's my verse for, for 2019. And, and so I, I read it. And um said, I want to share it with you now. Joshua 1.9, NIV, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Be strong. Be courageous in your story. This is our story. This is what makes us who we are. Um, I know everyone looks different, but this is us. This is who we are. And... And for anyone out there, just be strong and be courageous in your story. And don't be afraid to share your stories. We need each other and we need to be able to share our stories. That brings healing. Um, Discouragement. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get down. And I think sometimes the enemy likes to work when you're tired and discouraged. So don't be discouraged. um, Because the Lord is with you and he will be with you wherever you go, even through the hard stuff. I mean, everybody's heard that, and I use this in business a lot, if it's if it takes hard work, then it's worth it. Yes. If it does, if it's just easy, everybody would be doing it, and, you know, it's always easier to quit than it is to, to work through it. Um, and I'm not going to lie, there were times for both of us before we really got involved with the church and we really kind of worked our way through these things that, you know, it would have been easier just to to quit, yeah. just to say yes. I'm done with this. It's too or, hard. We or, can't do yeah, this. Yeah, we can't do it. We're, we're not <coughs> built that way or we're not used to it. And, I mean, we hear stories all the time. She listens to podcasts every morning and, there's tons of people that we've heard the same story, same mm-hmm. similar backgrounds to mm-hmm. what we have. Um, something happened. Now it's the the man runs off because he just can't he can't deal with the brokenness or the the wife leaves because she feels like she's toxic to the mm-hmm. relationship. 
And I'm here to tell you, you know, if it wasn't for our faith mm-hmm. in Jesus yes. Christ, we would not be, yes. we would never have made it through any of the stuff that we made it through. But I, my love for, my love for you, and my love for God has, has brought me to a place where, I mean, it's almost like I knew the minute she told me that I had a peace about it. Yes. Um, yes. And it was basically, hey, that's your wife sickness and in health death do you part you know those are vows that were important to me and important to her and it just made it to where we could go through it together um so yeah if if you're out there you're listening to this thing and you're struggling in your relationship you're struggling with you know giving up and quit don't quit don't don't do it Don't do it. See the process through yes. because I promise you when you come out on the other side, you'll both be better for it, both of you. So just yes. don't don't give up. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me today, John. Thank you for listening. This is the Freeway Podcast. We're on iTunes, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I think it is now. Um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Um, also, you can visit me at J. Andrew Salon and Warner Robins. Um, I'm super excited to share our story with you. Even though it's hard, it's not easy, um, but I believe our stories are meant to be shared. So with that being said, we're going to close and say goodbye. See ya. <laughs>